podcast. Yo, episode 29, what's up? What's up, listener? Whoever this is listening to the podcast, I hope you are well. I hope you're having a great day. And hey, I just hope that this little podcast can make your day a bit better. Um, and if it does, fantastic. And if it doesn't, well, <laughs> not fucking well lot I can do about that, is there? But we're back, we're... We're going to be be straight up and honest with you straight away today. This is going to be a short podcast. Now, I know normally I try to go in and around 45 minutes per week. This week, you know, if I get a bit sleepy in around 10, 15 this week, yeah, I cut it short because I've had a long week. I'm sleepy as fuck. Um, I know it's sort of behind the, the candelabra, as I often say, that I tell you when I'm recording, but hey, I'm going to. This is like fucking... Half ten on Sunday night, and because I promised, I would put my podcast out every Monday, because I'm all about consistency. Do you know what I'm saying? That is, I'm a consistent guy. You know, some people may be hilarious, some people may be very talented. Well, hey, fuck that, I'm consistent. You know, so I'm I'm getting that out anyway. But yeah, it's been a very busy week for your boy, um, to the point where it's probably been very possibly the busiest week I've ever had. Um, and why is that I hear you ask? Well, I've moved house. So if the sound of the podcast sounds a wee bit different, it's because I'm not in my usual location. I'm not in my uh, my old kitchen, living room, slash come dining room. I mean like as in living room, kitchen, slash dining room, not like living room, kitchen, and a come dining room. Like I'm not trying to say that my dining room is flamboyant like I don't have candelabras in my dining room I don't have chandeliers I don't have like pimped out bears wearing tuxedos um, as in stuffed bears I was thinking like taxidermy not like cute big muscular guys in suits just living in my house because if it did that'd be interesting it would be a hard one to explain if uh, my fiance came home and was like yo why is there this big hot dude in the corner I'm like yo he's just my manservant deal with it it's what we do here um, she'd be like, no, for sure, get rid of him because we only have one bedroom and it's it's not going to work. But it's not the case. I moved, I'm coming uh, from a new house. My, You know what, I'm delighted to be in the new house. I've had a lot of sort of lead up to it. I know a lot of you guys who have been listening to the podcast will know I was in the process of it. And um, it's finally done. So the hard part is over. And now it's just about unpacking and fuck, that's all I've done the last three days. Which has been a bit of an inconvenience to be fair because I had a stand-up show on on Friday night. And I'm going to put it out there and just say, by the way, not as prepared for it as I would have liked to have been, sadly. But hey, it's done now, what can you do? Um, I arranged to do the show before I got a date to move house and rather than pull the show and do it a few weeks later or whatever, I said, fuck it, I'll do it. And hopefully um, people enjoyed their night. The feedback's been very positive from it, so um, I'm pretty pleased. I was told that it was actually the best night of the, the run and that we run they're doing. It's called, the show's part of like Seedhead's Arts Festival, the Seedhead Arts Festival. And it was a show called Stranded. Because what they've done, you see, is because it's at the Strand Arts Centre, they've taken the fact that 
it's it's the name Strand, and then made it, you know, like as if we're Strand. But then I just did my own show. Fuck that. But I mean, in terms of numbers, it wasn't uh, full house. Apparently, bodies on seats because I've got eyes, I could see that. But apparently, it sold out according to tickets that were bought. Some people just didn't show up. Obviously, just want to fund my lifestyle without actually watching me do stand up. You could just pay me. You know what I mean? Straight to PayPal account as some sort of. It could be like so I don't know like it's not a pimp really it's like a little rent boy fucker it's like a big sexy rent boy bitch big sexy rent boy bitch but a big sexy rent boy bitch nonetheless and um, yeah I digress so I'm in the new house and um, obviously you can't see me I hope you can't see me anyway if you can um, I get full willies like I get the willies not just get willies but I guess both are kind of different like if you get legit willies um could be pleasurable for you if that's what your um bag is you know if that's what floats your boat fair play to you but i would get the willies which is 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 scared because i don't really know the dynamic of the new house yet and i'm in my living room currently and it's probably a bit more of an echo because it's a bit of a higher ceiling than I'm used to and not a load of stuff. Because like my stuff from my smaller house has come into a bigger house and has just caused more of an echo. Do you know what I mean? It's like I had these what I thought were pretty decent big sofas and I pop them in my living room now and they just look like they look like little Lego chairs. They're shit. So we're, we're doing a bit of an ad hoc performance today because I've set up a, a podcasting studio. <laughs> in my garage already was one of the first things I did but then um, because of the willies and stuff I just decided not to do it because it's a bit late at night I don't want to be out in my garage in the old cold could be spiders you know could be rapists and all there could be murderers out there and I don't want to get raped or murdered or even just have a wee spider walk over me you know that would be probably rather if a wee spider walked over me be murdered probably not raped because I mean you know that would it would just put a dampener on the day do you know, if I could, the spider walked across me, I could just, I would be so grossed out that I'd be like, yeah, just just kill me. Just go ahead and kill me because I'm so grossed out here. And it can't get worse. But then I was like, if I was raped, it would get worse because that's real shit. But, yeah, so we're winging it ad hoc. I'm literally lying um, on the ground. Like, you know, uh, like a sexy teenage girl writing her diary. I've got... My elbows on the ground and my feet are up in the air behind me. And if I just sort of like put my elbows together on my hands and just lean on it, that's the kind of position I'm in. Um, and it's, yeah, it's probably quite cute, I guess. What I'll do is I'll take a photograph of it for you now and then I'll post it. If someone like messages me and be like, you let me see, this is a photo of you, it's a little sexy girl, I'll send it to you. I won't say it until I'll post it, but if you remind me. Um, hold on, let me take the photo now. Very sexy. Um, indeed. Let me see. Oh, yeah, very sexy. I've got my... Um, you can see my feet in the background because they're white socks. Um, and dark slippers on. So it's a look that I like to call Shamones. Do you know? That's the, the look named after Michael Jackson. You've got the black shoes or black footwear, dark footwear, and the white socks, they're shimones, like normally, if you're going on a night out, people are often saying, oh, here, it's a fashion faux pas, if you are wearing white socks, 
going on night out. But to me, I'm like, nah, they're just Shimones. I'm there to dance, like the best dancer in the world, Michael Jackson. Oh, he wears the white socks and the black shoes and just goes out and has a great time. Um, and, and just people should be proud of it. You know, there's too much pressure being put on people to meet the social norms of what's supposed to be cool. Like, what is cool? Cool is what some dude decides is cool, isn't it, really? So what's to stop you, yourself, listener, from being the one that decides, hey, yeah, this is fucking cool, I'm going with it. Like, I went out for a big walk yesterday, and uh, so this dude come towards me, it was about, like, nine in the morning, and this bloke just... Never has a man's face been happier. This guy was just loving life. The sun was out. He was just dandering down the street, looking like he, life was great for him. And by society's uh, norms, was he stylish? Nope. But by God, was he enjoying life? Yeah, he was. And did I think he was stylish? Yes. What was the guy wearing? Let me break it down. He had leather knee-length boots, he had assless chaps with no front, so he had a big cock hanging out. He had essentially just two bits of like like a leather sleeve on like just his upper bicep, and he was wearing a full gimp mask. And he was just like getting his paper, and that's a full lie. Now what the guy was actually wearing, he was wearing a sweet t-shirt, just a simple plain t-shirt he had a short-sleeved summertime check shirt like not a culty shirt you know not like oh go ahead sir that's some fucking cutting on calves there not tall none of that shit it was just like a a normal check shirt that like the checks actually went the colors went together whereas culties just they wear gaudy gear they're fucking they're a bad lot like they're a bad breed of culture you know but this guy just looked sweet he had the shirt wide open cargo shorts on do you know who people often go oh no you can't wear cargo shorts you can't wear jean shorts why do they look shit maybe but at the same time are they functional and comfortable mm. and then you just know I know you are sitting listening to this and you're you're finishing the sentence you're actually saying out loud what are you on his feet you're calling out you're, I know you're sitting I can actually see you saying it now on his feet he's got a big pair of <gasps> Crocs, yes, Crocs, the most maligned, criticised item of clothing, yet so comfortable. And hey, they save lives, Crocs, because medical professionals, surgeons, doctors, never out of a pair of Crocs. Those motherfuckers are in Crocs more than R. Kelly's and underage girls. And hey, that guy fucks our weekend. He's a musician, baby. And in order to be creative, you have to be a little bit freaky sometimes, you know what I mean? Edgar Allan Poe liked to just drink absinthe and take opium to produce some his stories, you know? R. Kelly likes to fuck kids. You know, that, that makes helps him make better music. Like, I believe I can fly into your bedroom at night and fuck you. That's what our galley's thinking. And, like, doesn't always work, though, to be fair. Um, Gary Glitter, case in point, his music was a bit shit. His actual best song was one where he just went, hey, and, and that was it. You know what I mean? It's like rock and roll. 
I think it was called. Or else... In fact, was it Rock and Roll Part 2? If it was, maybe that's the pedo, the pedo connection. Maybe it's just the, the pedo musician thing. It's dawned on me. Whoa. Newsflash. Pedos release different segments of songs. So Arcali releases the original Ignition. Then comes back with the remixed Ignition, which is just so much better. Gary Glitter releases Rock and Roll. It's like, ah, it's fucking kind of dick. Could do better with that. Comes out of Rock and Roll Part 2. Yeah, still a criminal, like, disgusting bastard, but hey, decent tunes. Um, I forget entirely what I was talking about there. Yeah, Crocs, great style. My point being, guys, you know, don't wear gear that people will say looks good if it doesn't feel good. Do you know what I mean? You have to enjoy wearing your clothes, you know. I feel like Gokwan. Everyone has to enjoy, I don't know what that for. Everyone inside the Alan Carr. Everybody has to enjoy wearing their clothes. Otherwise, isn't it? Otherwise. 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 There is no point in wearing the clothes. <laughs> I don't know what's happening to me there. It's late. Um, but yeah. Just do not take pressurizing from people as to what's stylish like there are some items of clothes that kick around now that I go yeah people may be wearing them but still look full shit like there's stuff like there are jeans that are all the rage with girls now that's like just really high waisted like they have these jeans and they're like the belt the belt is right between their their dits like <laughs> that's not that's an amalgamation of Ditties and tits, just dits. There's belts between them, and then it makes their shock look all flipping packed in together, like a fucking extra couple of spuds in your muslin sack. Do you know what I mean? You don't, you don't want that at all. It's not maybe the style, but it's not good looking. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't look good upon your physique. You know, it's like when guys wear those big V t-shirts. Like, unless you're jacked, like, completely ripped and roided up, they don't look sweet. If you have a hint of a dit, it looks shit. <laughs> That's true. Like, I mean, some people will wear gear just because it's in fashion. It won't suit them at all, but they'll wear it because it's in, like, and they're the worst guys, you see. Like, let's face it, I'm over the hill. I'm an old dude now. My hair's gone. My beard, my beautiful black beard, has now more greys in it than black. And, like, you need to be able to accept that in yourself and realise, hey, I can't dress a certain way, you know? But then people are sticking it on because it's fashionable. Oh, I have to wear this outfit because it's stylish. But, yeah, it makes you look like you're wearing a balloon and you've just poured... PVA glue on it and it just blob it's not not a good look and it's, it's the same applies to haircuts do you know what I mean like I'm literally only keeping my hair on my head until I get married and as soon as that's gone this play is getting bicked right I say bicked I'll do a one all over God leave a bit of dignity but hey I'm getting the hair right down keeping the beard getting rid of the hair but people just don't seem to have an honest opinion on themselves and like a lot of people go out wearing ridiculous things like, why nobody? Like, I saw a guy today. 
working in was it home base or Sainsbury's Sainsbury's maybe and he had a full 90s haircut like it was you know that haircut that's like a hedgehog except combed down at the front and it was straightened like the dude clearly has gone and got up at like 8 in the morning started straightening his hair and he looked great in it so he's obviously an old guy too he should know better People like that that don't do style properly. And I mean, not what is in style, but style to suit their bodies. If they they don't do that properly, they deserve to be... Again, I might sound a bit extreme, but they deserve sent to concentration camps. Because, hey, let's face it, what people were actually sent to concentration camps for was nothing. You know, just for being a certain way that you're born, like your religion or whatever. Whereas, if you're going to send people to concentration camps... Do it for at least a proper offence, like wearing a bloody polo neck shirt on a hot day. Do you know what I mean? Like, crimes against fashion need to be taken more seriously. You know? Or just, like, being more chilled out. That's all you need, you know? You can, you should be your own judge of what, what is fashion. Well, essentially, I should be, because I've just been saying that you should just essentially wear what you want, but at the same time, saying you should be done for crimes toward fa- against fashion. That's just how we do it now, and I. Do you know what I mean? It's just the politician way. Criticise one, but hey, just ignore the giant plank that's hanging out the end of your forsk. You know? But uh, I feel I feel like I'm real. I'll be honest, I'm struggling with this podcast tonight. I am so sleepy. Like, I was talking there with my eyes closed, and then a bit of me started thinking, I'm fully not paying attention to what's coming out of my mouth. This could be anything. I could say anything in this podcast and be called out on it. But you know what? It's maybe funnier because people know I don't want to be doing it. And that's not because I don't love doing the podcast. It's just because I moved house. Do you know? I moved house and I'm real sleepy. So that's just why I don't want to do it. But I'm doing it because... This week was the best week ever of the Weird Podcast in terms of numbers of questions. So pat yourselves on the back and I love you, baby. Also, go on to iTunes for real and rate and review the show, please. The more five-star ratings I get, the better it is for the podcast. The more likely I can get a proper podcast studio and proper guests in and ask them proper questions that you want me to be asking rather than just stupid shitty questions that I come up with ugh right where are we at yeah so I spoke about moving house briefly there but it's done it's paid we're in and it has taken a lot of work like I'm getting up early with the baby anyway and I'm just working all day on this house emptying boxes but it's great we're here and yeah I'm scared of the ghosts that might be in the house from before do believe in ghosts? No, but there's wee noises I'm not used to. Noises that I would know in my own house. You know, if you hear a wee something, something, you go, oh, that's all right. That's just the upstairs radiator playing up. Or you hear a wee ding, dong, ding. That's just uh, a washing machine. Or you hear bang, bang, bang. You're like, oh, that's just my roommate Pavel smashing the fuck out of his boyfriend, Peter. <laughs> but here, I don't know. So every sort of noise or bump or whatever I hear that I don't know what it is I get all scared now 
Cause I'm a pussy guy, baby. And yeah, also I'm hungover as well. That doesn't help my my tiredness. A lot of you are shocked by that. The physique guy on the booze, yeah. I just had to have a wee drink after moving house. Had to celebrate moving to the area. My friend who lives not many streets away had a barbecue and invited me. I went. I enjoyed it. Super excited by it. And you know when you get super excited before you drink, you end up getting hammered. Well, there you go. Case in point. That's what happened. And now I'm just like hands, ahead of my hands, ready to go to sleep here. So I'll try to wing through the rest. My show... Dad was on in Strands Arts, Arts, Strands Arts, Str- fucking Strand Cinema. Shut up with the Arts Centre shit. I was there on Friday and it was lovely. Thanks to everybody that came. Those of you that listened didn't come. You know what you should do? Take your middle finger, right? Focus on it really hard, like you're a lost boy in the movie Hook. You know where he can man- um, they can all imagine eating delicious feasts and it's all beautiful and go- gorgeous. Stare your middle finger enough. In fact, stare at your pinky and imagine it's my dick and suck it because that's just what we're doing. That's what we're going for and that's how we're going to deal with it. But yeah, my show was fine. Um, I was happy-ish with it. It was one of those ones where when you're trying new shit, you sometimes forget some of it. I think I forgot a couple of bits because I was really rushed to set up. So... You know, thanks for everyone that came, and I hope you all enjoyed it. You know what? I'm actually getting to the point where I am majorly struggling with staying awake. So, without further ado, uh, I'll go into my questions. Dearie, dearie, dearie. Instagram, where the most questions have come this week, has come from Jamie Clements. In fact, no, he hasn't. I was just him... Wishing me luck for the show last Friday. It's from Holly Crooks, who said, Dave, brilliant show last night. Mum couldn't make it. By the way, Holly was, had said to me she's bringing her mum to the show. Um, she couldn't make it as she was too tired. That's a great old excuse, to be fair. Why can't you go to the show tonight? Tired. Anyone else says that, you go, fuck up and just come. But then whenever they're just old, you're like, ah, fair enough, you are old. You're old as fuck. Don't just get your feet in a wee... A hot basin of water there. Put a few bits of salts in it, like people normally mean like proper bath salts. Older people just put legit Paxo salts in it and just kick back and just chill out. So tell your mum to get her feet in the basin and go for it. Um, But it brought along a mate. When we noticed your fiancé sandwiched between her family and yours, we assumed the show would be tame. Wrong. Correct. I ain't fuck about it. I say what I want when I'm up on that stage. I don't care who's in the audience. I'm a maverick. But this show, by the way, Holly, was way tamer than the previous, where I did talk about fully getting rimmed. So I know I feel terrible saying that because that's a gross image, even for me. But anyway, Holly, you talked about doing what DJ Khaled famously won't. Another one. It was hysterical. But how many times did you just want to smash that microphone to bits? And did you watch Innocent throughout the week? If so, thoughts? No, I've still not watched Innocent uh, yet. I'm going to now. Once I get my internet back in the gaff. And uh, take it from there. But in terms of how many times I want to smash the mic. Yeah, didn't have very good tech in that fucking place. The mic kept cutting off. 
piss me off majorly. Like, I could have had a full strop. I was that angry, but just got to let it go. And that's why you got to have wired mics at stand-up gigs, because wireless mics lose their connection and can ruin punchlines, which I feel, felt it did. I was right up to a big point in one of my jokes, and the fucking mic died. Sort of conspiracies. This, this is Putin back trying to take over my life and fuck me again. But you know what? Fuck you, Putin. I actually feel bad saying that because he's such a scary guy. In case he gets me, but no, haven't seen Innocent. And, uh, yeah, I want to fuck up my mic big time. I hated what they did. But, uh, yeah, Holly, thanks very much for coming to the show. I appreciate it. Um, and hopefully you can get to my next shows. It'll be up in the near future. Luke Gorman has said, Will Papa Bear make the little... Wooden boy phone up Tucker Bees with a complaint about the bespoke meal that he ordered as part of phone back on Boytown, or will make him he make him leave a review? We'd be keen to see how both sides manage the situation. Um, that's a great idea, Luke. But Shane won't do it. He's really weird about doing stuff on the podcast and tweeting people and putting his image at risk. I think, but I wouldn't have him. Get on Tucker Bees, he couldn't handle Tucker Bees. Um, but it's definitely something to consider, but he won't let us do anything local, so probably not, sadly. But I appreciate the advice, and it'll be in the back of my mind if an opportunity comes where I can strike him to get on the Tucker Bees. I will. Uh, next question is from Davey Witt, who has said, All right, Dave, just another hashtag physique guy lifestyle question. Does the PT have you following any specific nutritional protocols? Real physique guy technology or te- terminology? See, I'm tired. Real physique guy terminology. I was going to ask in Boytown, but I'm afraid Shane will school me. P.S. Hope the gig went well. Bet it was pure fire. Um, yeah, here's the thing, man. Don't worry about Shane and nutritional tips. He's a vegan guy, but he eats chicken for lunch. Work that one out. Um, yeah, I'm actually starting a diet tomorrow, and I've been given full breakdown of it and it's not going to be enjoyable in any shape or form I'll actually read the email that my PT sent me right now um, this is called very creatively diet plan from the 21st of the 5th the 17th of the 6th this is a basic outline of your daily meals you can add things like hot sauce low sugar sauces etc to your meals if you want Daily calories, approximately 2,800. Again, roughly, I don't need every calorie counted. Just be mindful of each meal. An example of meals are... For, for breakfast, protein shake, black coffee. Five full eggs? Shit. I'm, gonna be, I'm literally going to be full of shit because that will seize up my, my insides. I'll not be able to... Too much info. Meal two, 150 grams of chicken, tuna or turkey or cod or haddock 220 grams of sweet potato and then unlimited vegetables gross rules time restricted eating basically we're going to be limiting yourself to 12 hours eating cycle from the time you start your first meal of the day then you have 12 hours to consume your food for the day i.e. breakfast at 8am means last meal must be finished at 8pm only thing allowed outside these hours is water no coffee, tea, juice, milk, etc. And then in capitals, he's gone here. Only water. My advice 
on this is based on your schedule, is have your first meal as late as possible. For example, I'll probably not have, have you eat anything but water until 11am, but uh, you work within your own schedule. Whoa. Second tip is drop the obvious crap. You don't need to tell you that candy, cookies and soda, junk food, fat... Man, you're not American, bro. Don't need to tell you, man. Candies and cookies and soda and junk food. Yeah, it's, not, it's sweeties, biscuits, fizzy drinks, and garbage. Junk food. Fast food and booze are wrecking your body. Man, don't even make me feel shit. Whew, drop the less obvious crap. No wheat, so no bread and cereals. Or pasta. Or milk. For four weeks, ugh. I have to drink four liters of water every day, and I can have three to four green tea or black coffees a day, and fruit and veg with every meal. So, Dave, um, basically, what I've done there is told you everything that I'll be doing on my diet from tomorrow on. Which I'll tell you, be honest, I'm not looking forward to in any way, shape, or form. Um, especially now that I've actually read it, I haven't properly read that email before. Just turn the heat off here. Sweltered, hey. Um, I haven't actually read that before, but yeah, 12 hour cycles is going to be fun. Um, Connor Trainer has come in with just a straight up football question. Who do you want as the next Arsenal manager? Um, I want Max Allegri. There you go. I just think he's a good, knowledgeable manager with tactical brains and he'll root out the defence and goalkeeper um, yeah so Max Allegri Chris Henning has said well Dave another Belter podcast last time round thanks how'd the gig go uh, you need to take that show on the road I mean the road closer to Banbridge also how little of a fuck do you give about the Royal Wedding um, I'd say the Royal Wedding first yeah I can give one single fuck about that shit this time around you know how did I care about William and Kate's wedding? Yes. Did I go to it? Yes. But hey, this one's shit in comparison. Why did I go to Kate and Will and uh, William's wedding? Here you ask. Was I invited? No. Did I gate crash? Yes. Was I in London for the royal wedding? No. Did I go anyway? Yes. So I was over for an Arsenal Man United game and then just happened the royal wedding was the next day or the day before, some sort of shit like that. So I just thought, yeah, it'd be good fun to go down and watch that stuff. And was it? Not really. It was kind of boring. Like, I get the whole pageantry of it all, but people lose their shit over a royal wedding. And, like, Harry's just, they'll split up, you know. Harry's just like his da. You know, he'll have an affair and things will fall apart. And that's that. And that's what happened with James Hewitt. And that's what happened with Charlie, who's his fake dad. Oh, I'm just so fed up with it now. It's shit news. It's literally boring. You know, they just go get married. Like, you, they, you don't get to enjoy the good bits of a wedding. You know, Prince Harry is a wrecker. I'd rather see what he does at the reception than the actual vows. And they all dress the same. Like, he wears the same uniform as William wore on his wedding day. Meghan Markle, which is an awful surname, wore basically just a fucking shite dress. It was just completely white. It was like a dress suit with all the like suit like the joints filled in. It was awful. But yeah, thanks for bringing that up, Chris. I wasn't keen on that at all. Couldn't give a fuck about it. I'm a show. I don't. I again don't know if I've spoken about my actual thoughts about the show. 
because I'm that tired and delirious, I think I've talking, talking, spoken, talked some serious shite in this podcast. I don't know if it's coherent. I don't know if it's in order. But you know what? Sometimes that's interesting reading, and I'm still hungover. So, um, yeah, I thought the show was all right. I really thought it was just all right. I wasn't over the moon with it because I didn't do all the bits maybe that I wanted because I was so rushed to like fit it in with the with the house move and I'm a bit disappointed and the mic also kept cutting out which fucked me off but on the whole given that I had just moved house I was happy and then next time I do the show which will be probably quite soon it'll be a proper belter smashing 10 out of 10 comedy show and will I come to Banbridge? Nah, probably not, but I'll, I'll try and get somewhere near that for you. <clears throat> Matt Hazard has said, What are you lifting at the minute, you physician guy? That's not how you spell physique, man. You've given me some French shit there. P-H-Y-S-I-C-E with like whatever the wee dash is above the E. Physique. It's really... What are you lifting, man? Foolish guy. <laughs> Foolish guy. What are you lifting? Um, I'm lifting nothing right now. I'm lying on the floor recording my podcast. But if you're talking about my figures in the gym, I don't know. I just get told to lift stuff and sent out and lift until I can't lift anymore. Um, I used to be big in the benching and stuff back when in my, in my younger days. And um, what's my one rep max on the bench press? I think it was like 170 in kilos in my prime. So that's kind of what I did then. I don't like the deadlift anymore either because of a sore old back. I'm just an old crippled, decrepit bastard now, so I don't really do many heavy weights or impressive like show-off weights. My weights are all just done to be functional and healthy and lose fat. Um, But nice question. Matthew Carlton, I said I tag you on Twitter and something. Cool, mate. I hope that's genuine and not just like... You're just going, yeah, man. By the way, tagging something, no question. But hey, for the weird podcast, he sent me. It's an ostrich, a video of an ostrich, and this ostrich, ostrich is mating. Okay. Um, the ostrich is. This all I'm seeing. Oh, there was the other one's head. Oh shit! Peeking out from behind, giving us a peek of Ostrich. Oh Christ. Ostrich sex is really weird. It's just this big ostrich lumbering another ostrich doing some sweet dance. Oh god. Obviously the guy recording it stunned to see that ostrich penis, which is as you can imagine, not nice. It's just a long it's like you know when dogs get lipstick penises? There's like a wee lipstick comes out. It's like a giant one on an ostrich. Like I've always wondered what ostriches like just bird penises were like and unfortunately I now know and I didn't like it so cheers for that Matty making me look at stinking bird dicks Chris Barr the legend that is said Dave really enjoyed your show last night laughed from start to finish thank you very much Chris it means a lot to me because you know busy time and I didn't fully have my mind in the game, so I wanted to maybe it to be even better. So next time I do it, come again. Will be, but appreciate you enjoyed it. Hope you're settling in well to your new house, but I hope you don't make a discovery like this woman did. Another great story. Um, 
But what was the weirdest thing that happened while moving house was the question. So let's go to this story that Chris has sent me. Oh, that's right, I have no Wi-Fi right now, so it's just is loading 4G, so um can take a wee while to get it up. Oh, there it is. It happened to me. I found 32 skeletons beneath my house. Whoa. That uh, wouldn't be ideal for anyone. Um, when IT consultant Catherine McGuigan began extending her semi-detached cottage in Hertfordshire, she had no idea the gruesome relics that lay beneath it. Until builders began digging in the extension, um, her me and my 12-year-old son had no idea what we were living over. The fact that we lived there for 12 years with no clues what lay beneath. But in March last year, a team of builders began work on the basement extension um, to make a gruesome discovery. One of them told me how he had pulled out what he thought was an old pipe, but when the earth fell away, he realised it was a bone. He looked into the hole and he could see that there was a skull and the rest of a skeleton poking out of the soil. It was a terrifying find, like something out of a horror movie. My first thought was how it got there. After speaking with builders, they decided the only thing to do was ring the police. An hour later, my cottage was surrounded by blue tape as police who suspected it was the scene of a grisly murder cordoned off the area. Within minutes, forensic officers were combing the area for clues as how the skeletons come there. I felt sick for a few hours and waited for news. So then, when it, later that day, forensic archaeologists told me a test revealed that the skeleton was more than 100 years old and the police did not need to get involved. I was incredibly relieved. Long story short, our house was built on the site of an old Quaker meeting house um, because worships were worshippers were non-conformist and weren't allowed to bury their dead in consecrated ground. So the garden began being used as makeshift cemetery. Yeah, I'd hate that. The weirdest, I'd absolutely hate there to be bodies and stuff in my in my house. Um, but the weirdest thing I found about moving house was probably when the removal guy lifted um, one of the boxes and a jar of Durex lube fell out. Um, and he was like, oh, where? what do you use that for? And I was like, cleaning my teeth, mate, what do you think I use it for? I use it to make things slippery. You fuck. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that happened. And it was actually bought, well, mainly because, I, you know what? Hey, I wanted to get a massage. You know, I wanted to get a sexy massage, so I bought some sexy massage lube. But then when you put it on my skin, my hair, my skin's all hairy and stuff. It just all gloops up and it's fucking stinking. It makes it sore. It's like, um, just like doing a wee body wax on me. You pour on the lube and then after a minute it dries and comes all sticky and it's ripping the hair out of my shoulder blades. Fucking t- horrendous. All I wanted was a wee sexy massage and instead I fucking half my skin pulled off. And not in a good way. You know, there's other bits of me that could be pulled off instead of my back hair and butt hair. You know, yeah, I'm talking about my COQ. My cock, baby. <laughs> Oh, the delirium. It's setting in. I feel like I'm I'm done here, guys. Let me just double-check if there are any more questions. Chris Barr, you're my last Instagram question this week, Chris. And I have a couple on Twitter. Again, I've just opened Matthew Carlton's thing. He tagged me in. I've seen that dick again of the ostrich, which I didn't appreciate. Matty, you wrecked my day. Michael Jardine has said, Bon dia, Dave. Congratulations on moving houses. Baller move. 
What's the weirdest thing about the new pad? Also saying it's a lovely day. What's your go-to ice lolly? I love a, I love a fab, but a Calippo's hard to beat. Um, what's the weirdest thing about the new pad? The weirdest thing, which is slightly different to the last question, is that a lot of the light switches are behind the wrong side of the door. So when you go in the room, you have to enter and then put the light switch on, which is weird. Um, also, there's a glory hole in every wall. Which is definitely weird. Um, probably weirder that I had actually paid to have them put in, you know, bespoke glory holes in every room in my house. Because you never know when you might want to suck on something. Uh, a lot of gay sex jokes this week in the podcast. Uh, I make no apologies. It's what I like to do. Um, talk about it. Uh, and yeah... Ice lolly on a hot day, a calippo is a good call, Michael. I'd agree with you on that. But I'd maybe say instead of a fab, I'd have a feast. I love a feast. Because I like the way it's nice chocolate ice cream, but also there's like a proper hard bit of chocolate on the stick inside it, which is hard to beat. It's cho- cold chocolates in the heart is just so nice. Um... I think that's all I have about time for this week. I said I'd do a shorter one, but I've gone and done 41 minutes or whatever, and normally podcast 45. So although I'm technically not lying, it might as well be fucking full time, because it is what it is. And I'm just going to say at the end, to finish off the podcast, I'm sorry if you've listened to this, because it's so incoherent. There was very little planning. I'm extremely hungover, and I'm completely fucked. I feel like I'm actually on drugs. Maybe I'm. Maybe I've been spiked, but I definitely don't feel in the right frame of mind to be doing a podcast. But hey, consistency is key, and I've got a lot of questions this week that I want to answer. So hopefully next week we'll have a bit more sense to be talked. And in finishing, just subscribe to my SoundCloud account. You know, tell a friend. Subscribe to iTunes review it that's the thing if you're rating reviewing it like takes two minutes out of your day really helps me and maybe I'll be allowed to do a podcast during the day rather than in the fucking dead of night all the time when I'm about to fall asleep but it is what it is follow me on Twitter at the Dave Elliot so pretentious Follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Dave Elliott Comedy. And just keep an eye out for more live shows. I'm going to be doing mine again soon. And yeah, I'm trying real hard, guys, but I just can't do it today. I'm beat. I'll see you next week and sleep well. <laughs>